I'm just looking at uh, courses. I'm still, still trying to get my G3 kind of. Looking at Fleming College, which is in Peterborough. It's like, it is in Peterborough. I was gonna go there actually for uh, HVAC. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking at uh, their their thing now. I mean, for September, right? And it's like yeah, it's it's a nine month course, I think. Yeah. Uh, it well, it says three semesters, right? Yeah. Uh, and but you get your oil and gas. Uh, as well yeah. as your uh, yeah, that's the one. As long as you score over seventy percent, you get all your license. Yeah, which is like that's huge, you know. No, it's super huge. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, it's like fuck, going back to school, man, again, you know. Third time's a charm, buddy. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, gunshot. Like why, why don't why don't nobody? It's like that uh, that Bel Air kind of uh, thing, or it's like why why don't he want me? Why don't why don't none of these fucking employers want me? Why am I not good enough? Okay, well, evidently not. I no. Guess. Um, I mean, it's also like, oh, we're in a pandemic, but also like, yes. Yeah, like, well, why yeah, don't they want no. me? Well, who's to say? Yeah. Okay. Even if I just do one term, I get both oil and uh, oil burner and gas technician. Something to consider. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Quick update. So this is uh, uh, Pat again, third time guest. Happy to have you back on. Hey, hey, what's up, people? Uh, Psalms 2. We're doing this again. Mm-hmm. We're doing Psalms, the second uh, half from what, like 73 to 150? 73 to 150. All right. Which I totally did. Yeah, uh, I mean, same, but I didn't pay that much attention. Because, I mean, they do, there is a bit of repetition here. Oh, certainly. I was very grateful for Psalm 118 slash 119, which is thankfully, uh, mercifully, uh, two lines. Ooh, okay. Do you want to read it, or is it just the length of it that's... Uh, no, I was just appreciative of uh, brevity. Yeah. Uh, no, some of them are, like, I mean, in my book, it's like they'll go over two pages, the length of a psalm, which is extreme. And what kills me is I was looking up on um, Wikipedia... Uh, a while back and they're just like oh and a lot of priests and monks will have all of the psalms memorized you know and it's like fuck dude i mean granted that's not i guess in the grand scheme of things not a ton like however long you're in the what is it seminary yeah uh or uh whatever that's just active study as well as just passively from going to church and stuff huh uh I, i made a mistake uh, Psalm eighteen, Psalm one eighteen slash nineteen is the super long one that I was thinking of. Mm. Yeah, for every every short psalm you get, you get an incredibly long one. So this actually, one that's is that's not um, true. Sometimes for every short one, you get like five long ones. But yeah, because this one's roughly four pages. Yeah, but it yeah. is also an acrostic psalm. It's an acrostic. What's it? What's it spell yeah. out? Well, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just going through the alphabet, right? Oh, um, but, yeah. But each paragraph, every sentence in each consecutive paragraph starts with one letter of the alphabet. Skipping Q and stopping at W. Nice. I wonder, because yeah. I mean, I know that the Hebrew alphabet... Uh, yeah, it, I think it's only 22 characters, right? Well, yeah, but also like it kind of informed... I think the either it was based on or like informed by the Greek alphabet as well, and then the Latin alphabet. Like you have yeah. in Hebrew, it's like you have Aleph, Beit, and then the rest. And it's like oh, in Greek, it's like Alpha, Beta, whatever. So I don't know which Anna, came Delta, Epsilon. Exactly, um, all the different types of males. That's that's what the Greeks were doing. They were trying to describe different types of males and. and it all goes back to guys. that first episode where we talked about boy fun. Exactly, uh, different types of guys. You got your epsilon boys, and those are you got your, exactly those are your slam. You got your parade, and you got your uh, your harbors. Yeah, and you got and, your exactly, and out of that, and out of that came the alphabet. Yeah, I can and the, that. and the YMCA. Yeah. Do you think the Navy has like a real hate boner for uh, the village people? <laughs> you know what? Uh, probably not. not. I think they, I think they'd probably go out there and be like, "Haha, yeah, we're gay out here, gay as hell." Uh, apparently, in the Navy, yeah, 
apparently the navy it's like a lot of uh straight up weeaboos just like weebs in out of, every, out of every branch like there was um i don't know like an event a special thing in japan i was gonna say there was an autism test <laughs> oh yeah no the autism test is uh if you put your hand uh, up against your face pat is your hand bigger than your face then you have autism. Oh, and then you get, and then yeah. you get smacked in the nose yeah, that that's yeah, you're gonna have okay. to smack yourself for me because I uh, oh, I've fallen that a few times. Yeah, no, I've I've fallen for that too. I've fallen for sh- your shoes untied. I've fallen for uh, you got something on your shirt. I've fallen for uh, just bend down real real slow and uh, pick that up for me. I've fallen. Uh, I'll just oh, mill right there. Yeah, uh. I've, I've fallen for just the tip. Uh, just to see how it feels. No, it's just two fingers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I've fallen. Yeah. <laughs> I went doc, to summer I... camp. I know what's going on. Yeah, doc, doc, do you need to use the whole fist there? Jesus. Yeah. It's wine and dine. I, I understand that you need to put your hand up there, but why is he doing it too? <laughs> why are you using my hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why are you using the mannequin? Uh, We're on short supply of hands. Boy, you're gonna have to fist yourself. Yeah, it's it's easier than uh, we just throw the hand away. It's easier than watching it. So, any particular uh, psalms that stand out to you? Uh, not not in particular. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Like poetry is kind of outside of my depth. Yeah, and well, it's also like it's a translation of poetry, which I feel like that. I mean, it's also they're supposed to be sung. So uh, between those two facts. It just seems like we're not appreciating it how it should be appreciated. We're the wrong people for that, you know? I don't remember the exact um, psalm numbers, but there were two in particular that I did kind of like a lot more because they kind of had more of a, a narrative structure. Uh, one okay, kind of yeah, went through the events of was... Genesis. Another one kind of went through the events of Exodus. Yeah, uh, 78. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, I believe, that you, I believe like... that's it. Yeah, uh, I opened my mouth, blah, 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 we will not hide. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed law in Israel. And yeah. He talks about the Ephraimites, and it's just, it's like the, the a summary. It's the story so far. It's uh, even shorter than Chronicles, and it's sung. Yeah, which begs the question, why well, have Chronicles? Um, well, uh, yeah, it it's all, I think, because, I mean, it, you can't help but read this, like, in the way that we're reading it. And, and speculate on how the Bible came together, like as far as who was assembling it and deciding what to take in and leave out. And I think there were some people who were like, we have to have, we have to have Chronicles because it, it, it mentions like, um, uh, I don't know, some dipshit named uh, Ash, Ashtariah 2. Uh, and also, he, like, oh, yeah, exactly. And he tended to the sheep uh when alicia passed through and we can't take him out he'll he'll be his ancestors will be so upset be uh, and sad. so they and so they just kind of was like yeah all right we'll, we'll just throw it all throw it all together it's a bible of a bunch of books and if you don't like a particular book you can just skip it well i am of the uh of the opinion now that psalms is definitely not supposed to be read the way you and i have read it no no uh, we're we're come to think like this is like um i think this um, is actually like poisoning me to that entire book <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> uh, i am so sorry that this like is I happening. taking like 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 tablespoons of uh just bitter medicine <laughs> yeah no this is uh you're drinking it whole this is the equivalent it's like we're reading a uh, choose your own adventure book from cover to cover that's kind of the approach yeah <laughs> like I was shotgunning Buckley's, like it was just oh, oh yeah, just rough. Yeah, man. If like I get it, David, you got the sads. Like fuck, what? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I mean there are there are some bits like um. There's some bangers. There's some bangers. No. Eighty-eight. I thought. So let's let's quickly zoom on over. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Sponsored by Zoom. Hello, Chinese overlord. Yeah, you're looking. <laughs> All right, uh, we're we're looking at uh, verse uh, fourteen in chapter eighty-eight, uh, but no, it's basically it's David calling for help, and he's like, "Oh Lord, my God, I call for help day by day. I cry in the night before Thee. Let my prayer come out. My soul is full of trouble. I reckon with going down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one forsaken among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom Thou dost remember no more." And he just goes on. It's just sad boy shit. 
the whole time. 88 or 80? Uh, it's book 88 in mine. It, it starts, it's uh, a psalm of the sons of Karaj, the choir master, according to Mahalath Leonoth Amaskil. We're thinking of Maskil of Herman the Ezra Height, right? That's, that's correct. That's the one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is the one that kind of reminded me of a sea shanty. A sea shanty? Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> interesting. Go say more. Say more. All right. So, like, because in like mine, it's like, Lord God, day and night, I cry bitterly for thee. Let my prayer reach thy presence, give audience to my entreaty. For indeed, my heart is full of trouble. And then it goes like, my life sinks, right? So there you go. You got sinks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, into the abyss. Ooh, and then lie Potter. among the dead men who lay. Man laid low in the grave, da, 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 deep pit, dark waters, mm-hmm. uh, full flood. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe just because, like, it, it's been like a weird meme. It was like the first thing that kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like conjured up in my head. Somebody does not know how to park on my bloody street. Oh, damn. All right. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, that was uh, mercifully. I was afraid it would be like a fire alarm or something. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> pod your way through it it's not a it's just a drill <laughs> the firemen come in they have to respect y- your podcasting um but yeah i mean that there was one particular line which is uh ooh, um thou has caused my comp- uh, thy wrath lies heavy on me and that is overwhelming with thy waves that was caused my companions to shun me that has made them a thing of ho- ma- made me a thing of horror to them I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eyes go dim through sorrow. And I was looking at that. I'm just like, damn, that's me. <laughs> Whoa. I, I am I am the shut-in who is uh, shunned by his companions, you know? You want to talk about it, Chance? You feel enough, yeah? eh, It's just the same old sad boy shit that I always go through being, you know. I woke up Saturday, by the way, last week. Oh, yeah? And uh, looked at my handsome one like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> Yeah, I was okay. So, uh, last time we recorded for the audience, um, Pat, you want to explain your your injury? How's the hand doing, by the way? Uh, well, it's still scabby. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I had to rip them open on Friday because they're kind of oozy a bit. So I'm just oh. like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, do the real. They're a bit pus- a bit postulant. Yeah, you gotta gotta drain it. Postulant. I mean, I didn't become a worshiper of Nurgle, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, no, they're, uh, I, I, I had a few uh, Coca-Colas with uh, Isaac Yeah. Uh, when we recorded the last Psalms episode, and yeah. uh, he, had, he had a heavy bag in his garage. Yeah, and I have, yeah. I actually have boxing gloves too. It's like, I, I barely, yeah. very wisely decided. Yeah. You just went full tilt, bad. full tilt uppercut on this, and I have the, like the, the heavy bag, the texture of it, it's like, um, <laughs> like, I don't know, duck cloth, whatever the hell you call that stuff that they make Carhartt out of. Oh, right? really? That's what it was? I thought it was razor wire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude. It's actually, you have uh, friction burns uh, because you're so strong. You're so strong and fast that you uh, rend your, the flesh on your own uh, fists asunder with the force of I don't your know blows. About that. I, think it's, I think it's more like I'm just a bitch. But, uh... well, I mean, it's a bit of both. Why can't it be all three? Uh, I, so, wait. <laughs> so, uh, the, the the texture of the cloth, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's like the it was sharp, and you're strong, and you're also a weak little uh, pussy baby bitch boy, who uh, who bleeds when the wind uh, breezes on you. But anyway, right. yeah. Uh, what were you talking about? Uh, not doing well, that one Saturday. Yeah, we're not doing that one again. I mean, like next well, time. I, we'll, I mean, we'll... I'm not getting drunk for at least till like early April. So oh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we went, we went a bit too hard. It was just supposed to be a friendly, relaxed time, but uh, you know, accidents do happen. Oh, that yeah, that too. I mean, for me, it's like I just I I quit drinking like basically when quarantine started, like a month afterwards, because I was just going too mm-hmm. hard. I was really. Really down. You're like, well, at least I'm good at something. Huh? You're like, oh, well, at least I'm good at something. Yeah, at least I, I, I did. I did accomplish something. As I, I quit drinking for like seven months or something like that. Yeah, that's not nothing, man. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like at a level where it's like, yeah, I'll just, you know, in in my head, 
uh, I'll go and I'll have like two drinks at a bar and I'll be like, I'm not actually drinking because to me, drinking involves like eight to 10 or more. Like that always, it's, it's like that fun conundrum of uh, being overweight, right? Yeah. Because it's like, kind of look at yourself as overweight on, on like a continuum. So like if there's somebody heftier than you, then you're not that. Yeah, exactly. Same room. You're like, well, I'm not a drunkard. I mean, I've only had three, but that guy there, he's, he's downright yeah. pickle. Exactly. Uh, no, it's like you, you always want to be the second drunkest person in the room, but uh, when that drive. person when that person leaves, then suddenly it's like, oh wait a minute, what have I done? You know, they're like, yes, yes, yes. They stumble out. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the drunkest now. No, now I'm the sloppy, sloppy Sally. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, yeah. So the the power of that verse to me was just uh, I was reading it. Uh, I think I was reading it like, yeah, basically hung over, feeling uh, shut in because of, um, you know, I don't want to date this pod, but I guarantee no one's going to listen to it like after a year from now. So whatever. It's the COVID. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think you could date this pod if you keep talking about lockdown. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. That's, <laughs> that's, I saw someone posting about, um, they got an email from their work, uh, and it had like, it, like, basically the gist of it was like, oh, and we're like, uh, anticipating we have like, uh, rumors or whatever of a two year lockdown. And, and he was just like freaking out. It's like t- two years, two fucking like this, uh, you know. When the weather starts warming up, that's it. Like I'll, I'll wear the mask, but come falls, that's it. You know, the, there was like guy... a York MPP, yeah. um, who proposed that. Pardon me. Other members of the parliament should also be paid only two thousand dollars a month in solidarity. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know what? That's. <laughs> That is funny. That's a good bit. I like the like I like the idea that like if people are suffering that like you know other people like their leaders should suffer somewhat in solidarity. Well, uh well it went it, it went pretty well. Uh, it went well? I would have thought no. they'd be like <laughs> No, yeah. it, it went down like a lead balloon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they would be like no <laughs> fuck you. I I'm going to take my money, but uh yeah, the, the like, notion well, listen, we're asking everybody else to sacrifice. We you know, we get paid anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, yeah, well, I mean, that point is brought up with like uh, Ted Cruz or like the whatever the Ontario uh, MP or whatever, the minister of something who was uh, on vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's vacation. like, oh, well, everyone else has to stay here, but you can just like pretend to be here while you go to Cancun. You I know, mean, I guess you could make the argument that like, like what, what was Ted Cruz going to do? Was he going to put on like insulated gloves and be a line worker? Yeah. Like he's That'd a senator, he doesn't even write legislation for his state. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people make that that claim, and it's like it's true. He's a senator, doesn't make re- legislation. It's more of a symbolic thing. It, no, it's, it's definitely like it's, a solidarity thing. It definitely looks real bad. It was a it, real yeah. bonehead move. Yeah, that's <laughs> and that's that's all there really is to it. Like as far as practicality, like oh, he should be, you know, single handedly, like you're supposed to be fixing things. Like that's not really, you know, I mean, I guess theoretically, but it's it's, it's more. Yeah, but it's more. Uh, ev- we're all suffering, you know. You should yeah, at least give sucks. some perfunctory. Like Thirty people dead in Texas. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, oh, that's rough. I could if, imagine. I. I. Yeah. I've been looking at that. And it's just Jesus. Just the concept of the the rolling blackouts. Uh, for yeah, no bueno here. Yeah, I mean Montreal had that with the ice storm, and like people were like, a lot of people were dying because they were running their um, barbecues inside or something to heat themselves up, and they're giving some, yeah a carbon monoxide poisoning. Well, we had like a really bad ice storm uh, in Oshawa mm. back in like 2013, I believe. We oh, didn't have yeah. power for like three days. Yeah, I remember. I remember hearing about there was one in uh, Toronto too. I mean, it's just like a whole area, right? I was gonna say it's like a stone throw away, right? Yeah, uh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like yeah, a lot of people lost power for like a day here, at least. But in Oshawa, probably you know. Yeah, no, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. So other, hey, uh, you know, you got the Psalms. Uh, I was yeah. very, very thankful for the, the. Uh, I don't even know how you would even go about pronouncing this without looking like an asshole. So give me a minute. What is bad pronunciation? Oh no, just the song, uh, song of ascent, where there's like five lines. Yeah. You, just, you can snap through them. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I kind of just went through it and I was like, what's the general theme of this? Is there any language that I like? Like I was, I was very much speed reading and skimming. Like these are supposed to be uh, sung and, you know, probably sung in Hebrew. So it kind of rhymes and stuff, or or at least, you know, how it was written. There's some meaning, but. um, That's going to be like my other question. Yeah. Um, Because you went to Hebrew school, right? I did. Yes, I went. So, like, I can I can't like speak what exactly it. does that entail? Oh, uh, so I mean, it's basically like you get a combination of like um, there are all these little workbooks uh, that teach you uh, the history of Israel as a state. Like a lot of it is like kind of state propaganda, but also because like Israel will give synagogues who do their Sunday schools like money and material and stuff, uh, and the material teaches about it teaches you Hebrew. Uh, it teaches you a uh, history of like the, the Torah and the Haftarah, right? Like the Bible stories. And it also teaches you about the history of Israel as a country, as a nation, like a modern nation. Okay. And okay. yeah, Pretty so really I mean, cool. I hated doing the homework and I never did it. And I hated going to class because it was on a Sunday and I like, I love my weekends, even as a kid. So, I mean, this classroom was like 30 desks, you know, like it's a full size classroom, but there were only five to eight of us. Uh, and then, you know, everyone kind of naturally sat at the front, except for me, who made a big show of going at the back because I thought if I fought, oh, whoa. I, I You're know, an edge boy. I, I was, I really was uh, a little, Did edge you have boy. a red and black keeper. Uh, they're all black. Most keepers are black. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't huh. think we had to there wear goes, them. There goes my dumb joke. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I had a, a keeper with a picture of Inuyasha on it. And, uh, that was my, <laughs> I wish <laughs> they sold those. I wish. Uh, I'm glad they do not. For I respect my Hebrew brothers and sisters. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Jew weed. They're out there. Like, I mean, there's um, that there's that stereotype of, like, uh, Jewish guys marrying Asian women. That's, like, a pretty big thing. Like, that was before even the, the whole weed thing. I was going to say, I feel like that's all, all crackerdom. Is, uh, is that it's, stereotype? Well, a little bit, it got adopted into the mainstream, but like, cause there's, um, like the, the Jews and Chinese kind of thing of it. Like, Oh, the Jews go to the Chinese restaurants because they're open on Christmas. And like, there's, I don't know. Like I was reading something about this a while back, some stupid article. Like they can't remember much about it other than, Hey, that makes sense. But it's basically like, yeah, as far as two communities go, like, uh, Chinese and like, I guess Japanese and like Asian communities and Jewish communities, uh, got along fairly well in america so again there's that little stereotype and also it's like oh jews are uh nebbish and neurotic but uh but they're studious and asian women like that whereas uh regular uh goyish women don't because it's not masculine enough that's the stereotype i don't know you guys had like boxers at one point yeah there was a time where jews were tough they were like boxers and they were like (laughs) basketball players they they had the exact same reputation that like modern uh, like like black Irish and have. blacks, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like the notion that, like, oh, all they do is drink and fight and steal, and they play basketball and they play dirty. They uh, are always doing show off moves. They don't play the fundamentals and nothing but chest passes. Uh, but they're Maybe with the, the dunk. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great, dude. I would fucking love an old Julie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because uh, only Bernie, if it's yeah. like an over forties league. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bernie Sanders was. Um, uh, apparently playing basketball with some guy like way back when well, he was uh, there when it was invented right like back not, in like 14 yeah no this is like if relatively re- like like i don't want to say relatively but like in the 80s or something like that and there was an interview with the guy and he was like oh yeah bernie plays dirty he throws elbows and it's like yeah really the commie oh yeah cool. <laughs> yeah no it's, like the, people, it's like the people's he- elbow <laughs> I was going to say, I'd like to imagine if he's like, we need to talk about point redistribution. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That'd be great. I'd love it. (laughs) People have gotten too good at throwing three pointers. Uh, If everyone could do it, what's the point of having it? It it throws layups. uh, It throws the whole game off. People are at a natural disadvantage. (laughs) There should be a smaller net. There should be one net that's really big and one net that's really small. And that way, this fun clip where a WNBA player was asked, "Should should they lower lower the hoop sizes so the WNBA can dunk?" <laughs> <laughs> she got she got re- she got real upset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, that's 
that's the thing is that you have you, you can't uh yeah i think my favorite thing that i say i don't think it's a very sporting thing to like name on but at no. the same time it's like Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my my favorite thing to do in like no one has taken the bait yet, but like I'll post on Twitter about how like uh, the featherweight and lightweight divisions, like middleweights in um, MMA and boxing, are the equivalent. No, they're yeah, they're they're the equivalent of the WNBA, and their records <laughs> shouldn't count because you put any uh, middling like low tier local amateur heavyweight against the pro, the biggest, like the best uh, featherweight, like put them against Pacquiao and the heavyweight will uh, easily dominate. <laughs> and people get oh, very mad so? at that. Like even um, food? It's a hard, it's a hard uh, thing to say, right? Cause it's like, how good is this amateur? Like you can have a relatively talented amateur and like size and reach do make a big difference. Well, I was gonna say, reach is huge. Oh my god! It's it, especially if they know to fight for it, you know. And it's just like, oh, I just get a, you keep him from coming in, and yeah, like if you fight like stuff. Mayweather, yeah. So, anyway, like w- whether that's like true, it's like it's an exaggeration. Like I think Pacquiao would beat a fair number of guys, but that said, you know, it Maybe would be not tough. Now. He's like, it, more, like he's like what forty? Yeah, but he's coming out of retirement, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, but like. All of those guys are coming out. Isn't that because he had like a failed Tyson's like presidential run in the Philippines? Uh, I don't know actually. I didn't know that he ran. I would have thought that he'd win like easily. You know, he's he's beloved, right? I'm, I'm not exactly. Doesn't he have the most titles out of like or in the most divisions or, or something like that? Like, it, it, how the fuck did he lose that one? Jesus. All, all I know is that uh, my one Filipino coworker. When uh when the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, she was very cross. Yeah. With the with the way Mayweather fights, I'm like, yeah, it's smart. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just he uh <laughs> he doesn't let him hit him. They're like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's boxing. No, he's a he's a very technical uh, fighter who yeah. plays for points. And, and a Gentleman lot of can't people... read. But, oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Boxed. Exactly. Yeah. He, can, he can box good. If anything, that's a bigger W for him. Is that he's so yeah. good that he didn't. The rest of us have to read books. You know, he doesn't have He's to do so shit. good at not getting punched. <laughs> yeah. If you get good enough at not getting punched, you don't have to read either, but you won't. That'd be so. great. That'd be a great way to set up a hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a fun experiment. Isn't Yeah. Just uh, throwing, throwing hooks. At you. Like you should be able to like get in a fight with your teacher. And if you beat him, then you don't have to write the test. If you could suplex your, uh... <laughs> if you could suplex your uh, premier. You should take a spot. Ooh, okay. Maybe that's maybe that's Doug's whole strategy. Mm. Of being a hefty boy. Yeah. He's... Much harder mechanically speaking. Yeah, but that's sad. It's like then it's just <laughs> then all of government becomes the goal of becoming the fattest man imaginable. So no one yeah, can Yeah, then we're just ruled you. by the huts. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. It's not bad. I think you should um to get the position. Uh, it should be something else, but then once you're there, the only way to lose it, you're in there for life unless someone can suplex you. Oh, hold on a minute. So it's like you have to get from skinny to really fat, you know? So you start off, like, let's say, like, the uh, the way to get in is, like, you have to win a race. You have to win, like, I don't know, a marathon, like, across the tundra or something. Uh, but then once... You, yeah, you have to win the, the race, and you're, you're in there, you're premier for life, unless someone can suplex you so you start off really skinny but then you have to like really balloon up your weight like it's really off. start bulking exactly because it's not it's not fun when you see like a single like a fat man get in you want to see the skinny guy get fat you know but you only have like a uh you only have like a three digit annual twinkie fund for like Ooh. a stipend for, for uh, calories yeah you gotta like work it out yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is that you gotta like it got, it's got to be a quick but also healthy bulk because if you die from heart disease, then you're just dead. Or if you give yourself diabetes or whatever, you know. No, so that that would be like the fun thing, right? You like redline your heart. Yeah. To a. <laughs> God. Anyway, so the song. Yeah, the Psalms. Let's see. Oh, here's um another one. Is uh, so we're going all the way back here to seventy three. That'd be all work. Okay. Zoop, zoop, zoop. Give me a minute. Yeah. 
truly God is good to the upright, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps uh, had nigh well slept, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no pangs, their bodies are sound and sleek. They are not in trouble as other men are, they are not stricken like other men. Pride is their necklace, violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell out, blah, 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 people turn and praise them for being wicked. Uh, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the wicked. They are always at ease. They increase their riches. All in vain I have kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been stricken and chastised every morning. Uh, how will they understand? My soul embittered. So my question for you is, uh, how? Oh huh? I mean, I have a theology. Yeah, you're. I'm so good. I can't even pronounce my feel. Exactly. Uh, no, why would you need to when you've got God on your side? You're uh, Mr. Actually, I'm just really good at not getting punched, and that's why I'm king theology now. <laughs> Maybe God, his whole thing is that he, uh, no one's been able to punch him, and that's why he's God. Are you going to like post hoc ads like the riff and like in opportune places? Uh, what do you mean? What? Like in editing, are you just going to add the riff like in the middle? <laughs> Oh, no, the riff only happens for live episodes. It's a treat, and it has to be earned. And also, I don't want to do very much work on uh, editing at all. I just throw it up there, and what comes out comes out, and uh, that's the end of that one. Fair enough. It's, uh... Uh, but anyway, sorry, your question. Yeah, my question is, is it all a cope? Because like you get to passages like this, you, and it's like... Do you, do you think like people are just like snorting like hard lines of copium? Yeah, basically, like, okay, so the wicked have everything, and they're sinners, and everything goes right for them, and I'm righteous, and I do everything right, and bad stuff always happens to me, and I'm constantly taking L's, but... Well, I don't think I don't think it's, like, a... I don't think it's, like, a terribly unique thing. I think, like, everybody, believe it or not, kind of, like, has that, like, thought in their head sometimes. They're like, oh, I'm doing shit right. Yeah. And, and it's not working out. Yeah. Well, um, I mean... And maybe that is like the power of God, right? Is like to have the coping mechanism of of finding some way of thinking like, oh, this is like this is a fine way. I think to I think there's also a certain level of you're also blind to your own problems. Yeah. Right? So like a lot of time, and I mean you can see this even now, right? Like mm -hmm. we all know that one friend who's like the perfect architect of their own destruction. Oh, several, yeah. So you know there could be. I mean I don't, I don't know SF terribly well uh it's a bit of a time issue there for me to yeah. know him yeah but uh you know it's also like again like it's like job right it's like the problem of pain and suffering mm -hmm. well i mean like, that's why, it. why does... it's how can you how can you know it's like a there's a presumption of knowledge which is like i well that's that well that's the mechanic of faith right like faith yeah. is not knowing faith is belief yeah, if you um, if you know something that you can't believe in it anymore, the, the faith, the act of faith loses yeah. any magic and power. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just thought um, I was thinking like, oh, isn't it interesting? Like maybe that like it seems like a, a nothing kind of thing or a diminishment of, of God to be like, oh, it's like a it's a cope. But actually being able to say like, oh, it doesn't matter to put it out of your head is like a kind of mechanism, a thing to say like. In the end, it 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 doesn't, uh, you know, the wicked will be judged eventually. Yeah, not my well, I was going to say, like, so like a lot of this stuff also kind of gets turned around a little bit with uh with Christ. Yeah, because Christ is very quick to point out, like, you guys aren't so righteous. Like, yeah. you're all right, but let's yeah. be real. You're not. You're not too cool. Exactly. Well, I mean, who uh, who among you uh, can throw a stone or not? Who say, among you, you can take... who among you can dodge this stone? <laughs> is righteous. <laughs> fall right back down to evasion, Bill. Uh, yeah. No, Yeah, dodge is op. It's uh, in uh, basically any any situation. If you can simply avoid it, then why not? But I was going to say, like, like Christ is very quick to point out, like, before you take out the moat. And your brother's eye, you know, rip out the plank in yours. Yeah. Um, and that, I but yeah, no. Uh, but, but it's, it's you know, functionally, oh, this is, uh, well, I was going to say the, the idea of, uh, what, like, so the, the, in Job, right, he's talking about, like, why, uh, does God need us to worship him? Uh, you know, what does our righteousness, uh, mean to him who is so much more? What does our worship mean to him who is, uh, so much more? What does he get out of it? And it's like, this is not about 
uh, us serving God for God's sake, but him giving the... I think it's, 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 a, I think it's more of a love thing. Like God can't love us if we're not free to disappoint him. That's you know, true. It wouldn't be love, then it would be rule. That's um, true. And also, and also, it's like these things are for our benefit. Like this is how to live a good and happy life. And by not comparing yourself to like others and judging them and saying like, oh, like this person has like, why not? Why should I not be wicked? And then well, I think, yeah, right. Like, and I feel like we've all fallen in that trap a few times oh, easily, where we look like, at like other people across the across the street and you're like, ah, oh, geez. I, I covet so hard and I get so uh, envious constantly. Like that's a daily thing for me where I look at people and I'm like, God damn it. He's a fucking, the you know. Well, uh, it gets worse too, right? When you're like us and you're losers and you're like pushing 30. Yeah. yeah. And you, you see like that, that like Instagram kid who's got like a fucking Lambo. Oh God. <laughs> There, there's so much that I see online where I'm like, I, I just can't like, even like I'll have a friend group of losers, but then they all start taking W's and I'm like, <laughs> shit, I'm getting, they're all going to abandon me. And uh, I think like, weirdly enough, it, it actually almost goes back to, uh, back to a, another fun, uh, meme cow Ooh, okay. uh, of ours, uh, the good doctor. Like, oh. Isn't one of his rules is like compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to others. Yeah, no, and it's yeah. that psychologically. I mean, it may be that, and I don't want to get too secular. Like, oh, God, it's just a psychological trick. Like, the, you know, I'm not. But, <laughs> okay, Mister Freud. Uh, yeah, but as <laughs> you know, as far as like a, a per, like a a purpose or a power that you're given by uh, believing is. I don't know, like uh, just uh, yeah, focusing on yourself and focusing on your own uh, righteousness in your own life and. In, in that way, that is like helping you cope and deal with life and find the joy in it. Because, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, Ecclesiastes is like, what is it all for? You know, if it's for just the sake of uh, acquisition in, in comparison to others, like it, you, you go to the same place as a rich person or a successful person. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, I mean, yeah, at the end, at the end of the day, that's, that's basically what it's all for. Damn, he... Uh, Guy came in right as I I actually finished up, but that's more or less it. Got another one which I thought was kind of interesting, uh, which was ninety three. Ahem, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. Thou turnest to man back to dust and sayest, turn back, O children of men. Uh? And I looked at that and I was like, wait a minute, is that where that comes from? Is that it? And also, what the hell does that mean, children of men? Isn't men, all men children of men? Uh, thou turnest man back to the dust and say, turn back, O children of men. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's just a, a thing about mortality and impermanence. But I did that thing, I think that was kind of cool. Uh, seeing that little line, it's like, uh, I don't know, I'm not a Bible guy. So when I see stuff like that, I get really excited. It'd be like, oh, it's the, it would be like if um, you're reading the Bible and one of the characters, let's say Moses was like, uh, of course, these are commandments. After all, this is, this will be our, the Bible. And I would start jumping and clapping my hands and I'd be like, he said the title, he said the name of the book, he said it. Uh, and I would probably do a whole episode about that. I'd scrawl it in giant letters on my notebook pad and uh, talk about the time that uh, Moses said the name of the book. But of course, that does not happen because the Bible, as we know, it was not invented as such. It was compiled. Anywho, so let's see. What other notes do I have? Uh, ooh, this is kind of a badass one. So um, chapter 94. O Lord, thou God of vengeance, thou God of vengeance, shine forth, rise up, O judge of the earth, render to the proud their deserts. I feel like there should be another X S there. O Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the uh, wicked exult? They pour out their arrogant words. They boast all the evildoers. They crush thy people, O Lord, and they afflict thy heritage. They slay the widow and the sojourner and murder the fatherless. And they say, the Lord does not see, the God of Jacob does not perceive. 
understand, O dullest of the people. Fools, when will you be wise? He who planted the ear, does he not hear? He who formed the eye, does he not see? He who chastens the nation, does he not chastise? He who teaches men knowledge, the Lord knows the thought of many men, that they are but a breath. And so that's um, an interesting point that I I think is like um, conceptually runs throughout Christianity and a lot of religions and stuff is the notion that uh, a creator cannot be uh, lesser than his creations. So in Asimov's iRobot series, there's a big thing where uh, basically they keep on making different robots and it's all a bunch of short stories. And there's one short story about a, uh, a manager type robot designed to replace humans in managing a energy power station. It's like a um, Dyson spheres, harvesting energy and beaming it to earth. Uh, and the robot, they had to give it like intelligence. They made it uh, intelligent enough that it began to question its own existence and formulate a kind of religion and purpose. And one of its, um, uh, points was like, oh, man can't have created me uh, because uh, man is lesser than me, a robot. How possibly could a creation be greater than its creator? Uh, therefore, my creator must be this power plant uh, for which I serve. And uh, in a way, like a roundabout way, it's kind of right. Because like the energy of that star and you know the power plant, the Dyson sphere around it is what directly enabled it to uh, be created by man, right? But also like the notion of yeah, like a, a creator being lesser than its creations, and I think that's something that comes up a little bit in in Genesis, where you have, and actually like, you know, Exodus and stuff, where you have God and he's angry and he's vengeful, but he can also be uh, like a bit too angry and too vengeful and be talked and argued against by learned people. So, I mean, famously, uh, Abraham uh, talks him out of completely destroying uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. He's like, oh, what, if there are a hundred righteous people in there, will you still destroy the city? What about 50? Uh, how many is not enough like how many is two little righteous men for you to destroy it? And so that's gets lot and he brings him out and that's that whole thing. But the idea of, uh, or, or Moses uh, talking God down when God sees them worshiping the golden calf. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to exterminate them all. Uh, this was a mistake. Why did I choose these people? And Moses says, no, like, why did you bring us from the desert just to, uh, to kill us? Surely, you know, you, you greater plans and understand the folly of men, etc. And God is like, you're right. So, I mean, even in that end, there's like the, the notion of getting one over on your on your creator. It, it, it doesn't imply um, the man is superior to God, but that in some respects, uh, it, it's entirely possible that there are uh, godlike deficiencies that man uh, can make up. So, I mean, there's that uh, famous quote, and it's famous because every single person knows it by uh, Victor Wooten where he says, I am not the greatest bass player on the planet because a baby smacking the bass uh, and sucking on the strings can create sounds that I couldn't even possibly conceive to create. So therefore, I'm not the best because uh, I haven't mastered it, but this baby can do things that I can't. Which, I mean, on the face of it, like you're like nodding along. You're like, yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's fucking groove. But because uh, <laughs> he's also... He's a bit weird. He's a bit weird in his spirituality and conceptualization that Wooten... But... Uh, he's also like, you know, on the face of it, you're like, yeah, okay, sure. That's technically that is true, but also it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like when we say like a good basis, like, you know what we mean? We, we know what you mean when we say you're a master of it with your like $50,000 instrument. Maybe it's more expensive. I have no idea. It's, all I know is that he has like one of the most expensive bass guitars on the planet, possibly the most, probably the most. I mean, that's his, his whole thing, but regardless that uh, conceptualization of can man be in some respects like do, you know does god have anything to learn from us as much as we do from him uh and uh, yeah i don't have an answer for that um actually that may be a bit heretical to say actually very heretical but uh it doesn't matter this is not a uh, bible podcast sorry this is not a christian podcast or a jewish podcast uh, this is a Bible podcast and a heresy podcast and a uh, dumbass rambling for uh, an interminable period of time uh, podcast. So, so it looks like Pat has uh, t 
taken his well no i mean he's not taking his leave he's just a bit gone so while the the mice are away the cat the house cat will continue to play that's all the notes that i have actually it's just uh, lord of vengeance you know i mean it really does kind of like that's an interesting psalm is uh 94 because there are some like lord strike down my enemies uh psalms in there but that one is it strikes me as being particularly explicit about God's wrath and his power and his ability to get mad. Pat, I got a message from Pat. He says, they're eating now. I don't know what the heck is going on. Okay. He says, we may have to break for a second. Chief's dad just showed up. I believe children of men would me people who focus more on the material aspect of life as opposed to the higher things. Yes. Oh, okay. So he can, he can respond to me through text and I can relay his words. So what's he typing? Uh, Pat's typing. He says, uh, he says, he says he's gay. He says he's, he's, he's gay and he uh, he hurt his knuckles fisting himself. Wow. Well, I mean, thank you for that, Pat. Honestly, I don't judge you as, as a, a man or as a friend. And you're very dear to me. Nope, he's typing again. Nope, he stopped. Okay. Well, anyway, we're reaching like 55 minutes now. Keep going, man. Well, I mean, you know, we got five minutes left. So I've got to find some way to fill that time. You guys are getting your your blood uh, or your your pound of flesh or however you put it. So uh, let's see what could be what could be a fun little game for us to do. Let's check. Uh, relax, Shylock. You know that. Uh, no, it's for the audience. The audience of the Shylocks. I'm not the Shylock. It's the the people demand an hour of content. I mean, it's a free podcast, but uh, you know, you demand it. So let's see what's going on on Twitter. Let's read. Let's let us read some tweets. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> if your girlfriend asks for help opening a jar and you can't do it, she's allowed to cheat on you once. What do you think of that? That that uh, tweet comes to us from Thomas Leno Killer. Great poster. Uh, good friend. Well, I mean, not really a friend. I don't think he uh, knows that he really exists. I mean, he follows me, but what does that mean? Yeah, it's science. That's what Pat says. Straight up. That's just how it works. It, that is probably in Proverbs, <laughs> uh, which is the next episode I'm, uh, we're doing uh, with two very important guests that you should uh, be excited for uh, come uh, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah uh who's coming on it's it's gonna be uh samara and uh apple dog so i guess that uh, twitter it's samuel pan i think that's with a bunch of like elite letters in it and then uh menace to society so both uh previous guests but i'm having them both on because one they've they're friends with each other and got a good rapport and, and two, it's just like, I don't know. I like talking to them. They're both really funny people. And, uh, and I like them. Okay. The real problem is that ultimately in a worst case scenario, who does the self-sucking car rim first and how no one had to come up with this hypothetical in the eighties. And yet here now we stand at the precipice of a technological disaster. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a hostage killer post. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, neither do I. I don't. Uh, Pat says, "I son, I don't know what the hell you just said." Well, I don't know in the Sam Hill what the hell you just said, son. Why don't you start making some goddamn sense right now? I'm going to get a GF by pretending to be driver go <laughs> driver Gosling, but also with a Tucker touch of Deckard Gosling. So she doesn't get suspicious. 
Uh, that's a genius guy. 69 writes, writes that post. And this one too. try to remember something from a long time ago and adopt the victim mindset. All right. Um, so let's see, how are we doing for time now? Actually, technically, since I started recording uh, late, like I'm going by the Zoom timer because I usually have an Audacity thing set up. Uh, we actually are probably under an hour now. So I thought it, you know, probably got a couple minutes left. Pat, how are we doing for time? What, uh, how soon can you get back here? No idea. All right. Well, I tell you what. How do you how do you feel about ending the episode right now? Ah, it's fine. It just happens, man. This is uh, again. It's a free podcast. You uh, you get what you pay for. Okay. Well, I'm gonna make the exception to uh, end it there, since it doesn't look like we're gonna have Pat back on for a while uh, in this episode. I do intend to have him on as a, a regular guest because we are both, uh, unemployed and, uh, love the Bible. So, uh, with that, thank you all for listening. Look forward to, uh, Proverbs this Wednesday and to all my Bible buddies out there. I love you.